When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Work has to be done on both sides. Just because he has a desire to be quiet does not mean that's good for the relationship. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Relationship Theory. I am your co-host, Tom Bilyeu. I'm here with my beautiful wife, whose hair, by the way, is looking very amazing. Oh, Lisa Bilyeu. Hello, you my much. dear. Hello, people. Um, okay, so let's move on to the next question. This is from Facebook, um, and this comes from Efrat Lev. Lots of love to both of you from Israel. Question, my beloved husband of 14 years is a man of few words, and yet I find that so much growth is born out of deep conversation. How do I encourage him to be more verbal? And are there other ways to communicate meaningfully? <laughs> wow. Well, there are certainly ways to communicate meaningfully. Um, verbally is maybe a very different question. Do you remember the stats from the female brain at all on the amount of words a man says a day versus the amount of words a woman I, says? It's roughly 3x for women. Right. So, like, at least knowing that really helped Three me times. I'm not supposed to say 3x. You guys are really worried about that. Not worry, just it's, it can be confusing. Gotcha. Um, so three times the amount. Yeah. So, the, like, the second I heard that and understood, I don't remember the stats, but like why the brain is developed in a woman and the way that she wants to verbally communicate versus a man. Like, I think that's really important understanding the base. So it's like, you d I don't judge you for being more quiet than me. I just embrace, okay, well, I'm going to speak three times more than he is today. So this is part of my three times. Yeah, it's so interesting given what we do now because I find myself in certain cir certain circumstances being highly verbal and anybody watching on Facebook or YouTube, that's how they think of me. And what they mm. don't realize is that as soon as this is done, I'm going to run off set, put my headphones on and get back to work. And Why not do you think talk. I love doing this? I get to sit here and talk to my husband for an hour. <laughs> not, just <laughs> not just a hat rack. Not just a hat rack. And so there are times especially because of the amount that I have to communicate to the team. There are times in the weekends where literally I don't want to say anything. And it's like prying words out of me to get me to talk. So again, I'm going to come back to work has to be done on both sides. Just because he has a desire to be quiet does not mean that's good for the relationship. And if you have a woman who really needs to process verbally, needs to either process herself and so he needs to find ways to really signal. And I remember, I think I've told you this before, but I may not have, or you may not remember. The reason I say right during people's, you'll be talking, right, is because when I was younger, my mom used to go crazy because I would just sit and listen. I wouldn't say a word. I didn't, it didn't even occur to me mm. to verbalize externally. 
I'm listening, I'm taking it in, I am understanding everything. I just didn't think to verbalize. And you so didn't think of that it was an acknowledgement of yeah, what was like, being said. Uh, so now it's like I remember somebody, this was a long time ago, but somebody was like, You say right a lot. And I was like, Yeah, like I do that because my poor mother like had to literally train me to externalize something so that she knew that I was listening. So understanding that you need to find out from your partner what they need in the communication. How do they want you to nod more? Don't lie. If you don't agree, don't nod. But if you agree, nod, if that's useful to them, say something, verbalize, have a word of affirmation, whatever it is that's real to you and they will take as like useful communication. And then you have to push yourself. If you're like just innately, you want to be quiet and you want to go internal, but the other person needs that, then you've got to really push. And then what you've done a very good job of is there are times where you will be very verbose. You'll talk, you'll say all the things that you need. And as long as I'm really engaged with you, even though I'm not saying a lot, that it's still a very meaningful exchange for the two of us. And so one thing I've just learned to do is to, when you've like really said something, I will reiterate what you've said so that you understand, not repeat, reiterate. Mm. So if I'm understanding, like this is what you're saying so that you know I understand. And I think that can be very useful for somebody who is um, intrinsically sort of quiet. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the thing is that everybody has their own way of needing to communicate. So for her, if it really is she needs verbal communication back if she's having a problem or she wants to discuss something and he's not, like I would say be honest about that. And that's one thing that we've done is um, let's say I've got a problem or I've got an issue and I just want to talk about it. Um, and let's say I'm emotional. You'll say to me, all right, babe, what are you looking for in this discussion? And I remember the first time you did it, I'm like, this isn't the time to ask me. Like, I'm all upset. And, right? But it's such the perfect question because sometimes, and I don't know if you guys at home feel this, but sometimes it's you're saying something just because you want to get it off your chest. You're not actually looking for someone to fix it. In fact, you just want them to shut up. You don't want them to give you advice that you may know is right. Sometimes you just need to get it off your chest. And so sometimes that's me. I just need to get it out. And I know that right now my feelings are petty. So I don't want your advice because you're going to say, Lisa, you're being petty. I know that. So I go, okay, I just need to get off my chest. So just listen. And that's what exactly you do. You say, what are you looking for? And I'm like, I just need to talk. And you're like, cool. And you'll sit there and you'll nod and you'll, you know, you won't really say much and I'll just let it out. And then I'll go, okay, like, I know this isn't right and we should talk about it again in a few hours once I've calmed down, but thank you for listening. And then we'll walk away and you've barely said two words to me. But that's actually what I'm looking for. Other times it's, I really need your advice. Like, here's the situation. I really need your advice. What would you do? So kind of asking you the question of what I'm looking for, I think is important because if you're not, typically a um, verbal communicator, then I think it's the other person's um, responsibility, partly responsible for saying, this is what I need from you right now. So even if you're not normally verbally, you know, like communicative, is that right? Mm -hmm. Communicative. Um, I get that, but this is what I really need. 